This is Elizabeth Fillion on Creating Culture, a podcast program for Radio Toastmasters International. Today I am interviewing Teresa Huber, a Toastmaster from Zimbabwe. She is a fellow podcaster with the program Cappuccino Catch-Ups and Meaningful Mockers for Radio TMI. But first, I have a guest segment by Hannah Terindwa from Tarantol Toastmasters in Windhoek, Namibia. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good whatever time that you are listening to this audio. It's Honey and Ice again, and I am happy to be here to be able to talk to you in good health. As you know, some people are in quarantine in other places, and our prayers, our thoughts, and hearts are going out to them. And in my background, I am playing Fix You by Coldplay. All right, so, of course, I'm going to talk about coronavirus. I didn't think I would need to because there's a lot of things going actually what I want to talk about is not so much about coronavirus itself but it's about the information and everything that's been going on because of it the media frenzy the panic the face masks all that's happening it's it's disconsenting it is it makes me feel uncomfortable initially to be honest i'm i'm just going to read something i wrote on facebook and from that i will i'll sort of wrap it up because when i wrote this this comment yesterday i had really thought about it so here it goes i have silently watched listened read all the official videos memes press statements and about coronavirus and I have at first been interested, then detached but now I'm just worried about the pandemic, the panic it's causing and the excessive information going out there still a steady disinterest in the whole affair of this flu strain which seems to be coming from the affluent sector of society is still enveloping me in Namibia, a couple brought it to the soil of the land from Spain I wonder how many of my own not-so-affluent students can even put point to where Spain is on the world map. The school that is officially on shutdown in Vinduk is a very affluent school, and from the article I read, it's because one of the teachers or staff members knows the aforementioned couple who came in from Spain. Correct me, please, if I'm wrong. Two years ago, there was a serious case of hepatitis B in the slums of Vinduk. Were schools shut down? Issues of typhoid and cholera in Zimbabwe occur almost annually, and does the world bat an eye? Malaria and TB are still scurrying, scourging the poor. And 
does it it does it ever have an effect on the money markets i don't know uh, just a few hours ago i read about a student from fitz university who has been confirmed in south africa as as a coronavirus patient and fitz is again a very elite school uh, university in south africa but the issue here is that could it be that coronavirus is an illness coming from the affluent sector and therefore everybody is called to attention we're forced to listen as and there's updated statistics with each with each new case we get to know about it but when it comes to issues that involve or start with the poorest of the poor they simply ignored because somehow the poor of the society are expected to have problems and this issue of hand sanitizer flying from the shelves got me thinking that poor people can't afford probably to buy hand sanitizer it's a luxury what happens they they're not thinking about flu they're thinking about hunger the next meal and for some people illness and death becomes a reprieve because life is hard now basically that's what i wrote of course i've put in more into this audio but i really feel like like this coronavirus has has made that impact because of the 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 manner in which it it has started from the affluent people and the media obviously one of the news values that i teach my students is that news some news makes it to the newspaper because it's happened to elite people and it's really sad but regardless of of that the 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 level of information whether it's jokes whether it's fake posts from doctors that are not confirmed has really blown my mind it's it's amazing how people have really come together somehow because of this coronavirus i mean there's songs there's dances really um and i just i just it makes me wonder about society and the things that matter to us one thing is for sure health can equalize people <laughs> this is a comment that i heard from somebody today uh, we were having a discussion about it and she said this just goes to prove that with health no amount of money or importance of of work matters because right now some schools are closing for myself as a teacher i i was also concerned what's going to happen to school but i'm a teacher at tertiary level um there hasn't been an official word yet about us but i know primary schools and high schools within namibia have have had to close as of tomorrow but one thing is for sure i'm i'm thinking that we're going to have to be creative in our way we teach and the way we deliver news because the way we deliver classes because really life cannot stop even though it has slowed down and the other important thing that i would like 
people to to take from this is just look for well the actually the surprising part of this whole experience is that people are educated people have internet and yet they are spreading misinformation and disinformation just outright wrong information and yet the world health organization website is there everybody has a smartphone they've got access to internet not everybody but the urbanites the people who are spreading this information or who the information is being spread to are online they've got access to internet go to the world health organization website who.int and get the information yourself there's so much they they have information there and it looks honest and true where there they there's failings they're saying it they're saying no look we don't have treatment yet garlic is healthy but it's not a cure all these things they're there on the website and i would really encourage if you're listening to this audio if you're going to share it with your friends please do get official verified information let's not encourage panic because honestly i feel like panic is going to kill people way before coronavirus and that's not um good panic hatred avoidance let's look at the good things that are coming from this let's slow down if we are going to be put in self quarantine or our workplaces are putting us in quarantine let's do things at home that that we haven't been able to do because we go to work all the time for example if you've got an art project that you've been wishing to start if you've got a book that you've been thinking of writing talk to your kids talk to your spouses get in touch with that old friend let's let's calm down slow down and use this time that we've been given even though yes there's going to be inconveniences but we cannot keep looking at the negative let let's fight this virus by calming down and and washing our hands thoroughly i am sure if we are positive and if we do the stuff we're supposed to do it shall pass this too shall pass now that's it from me i know this is longer than usual for my recordings but it's really affecting everybody and i had to say my heart out Thank you for your contribution, Hannah. I included this segment because it is speaking about a matter that is close to my heart, that we should take care of the people around us on a daily basis and not just when a crisis hits home. Today I'm interviewing Teresa Huber and we are talking about three questions that I often ask people to understand how they are creating culture in their community. Teresa, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself, where you live and which club are you a member of? And well, we'll later ask you why you joined Toastmasters, but for now I just want to know who is Teresa Huber? Elizabeth, I am, I've been living in Zimbabwe for many years. 
but I'm from Mozambique. And uh, I joined Toastmasters four years ago, and my club is Executive Club in Harare, Zimbabwe. That's so interesting. I love speaking to Toastmasters from all over Southern Africa. And you get to meet so many new people and interesting people like you. Mm. Teresa? I think. Um, my focus is on creating culture, and I've discovered during my studies that. We create culture through play. So when we, when we follow rituals or we play games, then we are creating a world that we want to see. And both you and I are Toastmasters, and therefore I would like, like to know, what rituals in Toastmasters do you enjoy most? Elizabeth, in, in, in all the clubs that we have, we have a team that we we work together. We have the president and the sergeant at arms, secretaries. So I've done, I've been sergeant at arms and I've been a secretary. And recently I am the vice president of public relation. So also I enjoy to do the marketing and advertising. Yes. And also in, the, in, in our meetings, we have the club officers that we, have to engage ourselves and we mustn't be so afraid of doing those because that's how, how we gain the perspective and how we become leaders. Um, for example, we have the timer, the grammarian, the hard counter, toastmasters of the day and the topic, table topics. If we all have the courage to do those, we are already preparing ourselves for, for outside world. And that is very good for us because we become so strong with ourselves and we can hand, we can be able to handle anything outside. Yes, that's yes. incredible. Those transferable skills that we can use anywhere else. We, uh, we absolutely learn it without even realizing how much we learn just by being a Toastmaster. Yeah, absolutely. And the more we do, the more we do these roles, the more confident we become and we can handle anything that comes on our ways. Yes, it, it, yeah, we get more courage by doing that. Oh, yes. So that's also something that I really enjoy. Um, Teresa, yeah. there's another question that I would like to ask you. I know you speak many languages and that means that you've traveled quite a bit and you've met many people, but you also had to overcome so many obstacles in life, like most people. Those obstacles made you the person that you are today. Is there anything that you would like to share with our listeners so that they can see that all people need to overcome obstacles? Yes, before I joined Toastmasters, I was, I was extremely like, I, had a, I didn't have any confidence in me at all. And I couldn't speak, I couldn't express myself. And uh, I've traveled a lot with Toastmasters. And uh, for example, we've been to, the first time I went to DC, Washington DC, and I experienced a lot. And it was amazing because we, we met so many people, we did a lot of networking. And besides that, we, they always make it so fun for us that um, 
we get to explore so many things we get invited to besides the meeting that we have and learning but we also have a lot of fun so that made me to become myself to come back here feeling so like i gained so much um, intellectually and i believed in myself something that i never saw in me Mm-hmm. And even before, can I tell you, I never saw the beauty in me, but today I see all the good qualities through Toastmasters has, been, has given me so much, so much to be grateful of because today I can, I can put myself in any, any, any place. And because of doing a lot of things that uh, the, this, I prepared speeches and I must tell you I was the best speaker this year, last year okay. I entered for the international yes I entered for this international com- competition speech competition and I, I did very well for my club for my district and the area so that the more I do the more confident I become yes and I advise anyone if I can do that if I came up out to be who I am today anybody can i also struggled with stage fright and i'm really um, much more confident than i used to be just to be myself and to speak to other people and i learned to tell stories before i always thought i have to give so many facts uh, but you learn through those masters that other people prefer your stories and they grow through that yes because they're original yeah. they're original they're beautiful and we can make impact in on other people if i tell my story that i couldn't speak at all and today i'm here even doing this podcast i never had courage ever to do something like this so toastmaster is giving me so much courage i am so thankful and the more i do it the more luck the more opportunities they come on my way you've also got a heart for other people and especially for young people and therefore i know that you would like to make a contribution in your community to help them overcome those obstacles that you had. Would you like to tell us about your plans for, for your youth program? Yes, I like to help children, the less privileged children. I'd like to go into their schools and, cre- and give them the, the tools that they need to be able to make them for them to make the right right decisions in their lives because i was one of those child that i didn't have anything yeah. i just grew <laughs> by the grace of god i just grew as it but i I've, i only started learning only when i joined those masters but i was always didn't know i didn't have any directions so yeah. i need to give something what i i need to give it back and I need to help the children. There's so many people that they need help. But I think if you help children, they, they are, they're going to be a better leaders. They're going to start with some basics and they can believe in themselves. And that's so important. Mm-hmm. I can organize uh, uh, meetings with them, the same with, with their parents. We can make it like fun so they can enjoy it, learning. And then at the same time, they in the happy environment and I, I think we can make a change i think i think we, it's possible because children they they love all the to speak and they like they love to express themselves and but they need to be taught how to do it 
Yes, and that's the incredible thing about Toastmasters. They already know this, so they've created a youth leadership program uh, with all yes. the material that you need. Yes. So you're excited yes. to start using that. Um, I am very excited, yes. I've already have the books and I got through I got from your, from South Africa. So I'm ready to start some this because I believe in where where we are, where we live there's really a lot of children that they need support, they need help. Yes, yes. Yeah. And in your community are there any other initiatives that you are thinking of or will your focus now, now mostly be on the youth program? There are so many people that they need. There are so many organizations that we need to, to be focused and help. At the moment, a lot of people are struggling. The adults, the older people, they need support. Um, we, there are some organizations, even mothers, they cannot afford to look after their children, they need support and they need to feel strong and it's possible to change. Yes. It's, it's all about ourselves, how we think. And most of the times we fear that we cannot do something. And this is what is not, doesn't make us to move forward. But we, if we have that courage to start something, and this is what we need to tell them, you have to start something. You have to listen to that voice inside of you. Yes. And we all know what we need. That voice is constantly telling us what we need to do. The, the right thing. Join Toastmasters. Come and join us. I, I'm a, the vice president of public relations. I always, people phone me and I tell my story and everyone comes and they see for themselves. Yes, yes. What I love about Toastmasters is that no one's critical. They're always there to help you grow. And you, you don't have to grow beyond what you're capable of. You just grow one step at a time. And then yes. you do, when you, you do a speech, then they give you a recommendation how to become better, but they also give you compliments so that your courage will build. And I think it's those, those sandwiched uh, compliments with a little recommendation in the middle that helps us to overcome all these fears that we have. Yes, because we all start in the same place. Whoever joined Toastmasters, we all have one thing. Is we all have something that we need to learn, and we are all learning together yes. in one place. We so by doing by doing is is how we learn. By speaking is how we become better. Yes. So we are all learning. It's all learning, and with Toastmasters, we never reach our destination. Is the journey just gets it just carries on there's always something new to learn yes um there's another thing that i just thought of when i spoke to you is that you speak so many languages which means that english is probably not your first language but you even overcome your fears of speaking in in more than one language because you have you, you got the courage through those masters Yes, I've, I gained courage. I gained courage and the, when I, the first time I walked, the, that minute when I walked on Toastmasters and I saw those speakers and I said to myself, there's no way that one day I'll be able to speak like them. Mm -hmm. And last year, 
I beat all the giants that people were there and I just, I was the number one. I couldn't believe it. But I said to myself, this is possible. Yes. And like every day, like when I couldn't sleep, I would wake up in the middle of the night and go in front of the mirror and I spoke and I trained. And yes. it's all about doing that training and training, repeating yourself. And I became the best. Yes. So it doesn't come but, as a miracle. You have to work very hard to get there, but you're getting there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's about practicing. You know your problems that you cannot speak, but and then if you practice every day something, you don't have to be the whole hour, but if you give yourself like 10, 20 minutes, you, you practice on something that you're not good, eventually you become the best. Yes. This is my, this, that was my secret. <laughs> 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 that's good and that's a secret that you will also teach uh, young mothers and scholars and everyone that will join your program thank you yes. Teresa it was wonderful speaking to you and it's such a privilege that I have met you through this program it was very good to meet you Elizabeth and uh, we're going to keep our friendship and we keep learning with one another this was Creating Culture for Radio TMI presented by Elizabeth Fillion, originally from Namibia and currently living in New Zealand. Radio TMI started in February 2020 as a podcast program for Toastmasters by Toastmasters of Southern Africa. The first program that we launched was Coffee with Toastmasters by Wendy Kumalo and is broadcasted every Thursday. On Mondays, we broadcast Cappuccino Ketchups and Meaningful Mockers by Teresa Huber of Zimbabwe. And soon we will launch Let's Talk by Tabuchu Mayukana from Johannesburg. Our theme music was composed and played by Mike Nish. And logo was designed by Vusi Mahopa, our podcast partner is Solid Gold Podcast Studios from Johannesburg.